Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Twin Cities, it's time for Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. And folks, I've been looking forward to this one. This is going to be a good one. We've got Gloria Russell with us. Gloria is with Russell Resources. Gloria, welcome. Well, thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you for the invitation, John. Hey, it's great to have you on the show. So let's talk about you and how you're serving folks out there. Uh, How are you serving the market at Russell Resources? Well, I am a copywriter, and I help business owners across the country to attract more of their ideal clients by creating website content and marketing content that sends the right message to the right audience. It doesn't get any better than that. That gets right to it. I love that. Um, let's talk about your background and your journey. Um, you you were in the corporate world for a while. You're a corporate refugee like the rest of us. Talk about your journey. Well, I did love my corporate years, and I had wanted to start my own business for quite a long time. So I've been making plans. Uh, very grateful for the time that I spent in corporate. I learned a lot. I worked with the the owner, the board of directors, the top C-suite people. And so I was involved in the entire business cycle. And so it started from the strategic planning all the way through to the implementation. Um, Really learned a lot about business. And I, I just enjoyed helping people. I'm that support type person. And what I really wanted to do was to help the small business owner because when I was in corporate, I saw how, you know, they had the money to, to hire the people the high, for high caliber results. And some of the small business owners really didn't have that. Plus they didn't need a full-time person. And so I really wanted to help them kind of boost that, that level of marketing experience for them. So uh, really happy to be able to help them. You know, you've got a a more comprehensive background, if I can say this, than probably the typical copywriter. Uh, I would think. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to shortchange anybody else, but you you've got quite a comprehensive experience. And how does that help you in your current role? Well, I think it helps tremendously because I do have that background where. I understand running a business and what really saved me, I I mean, I have that entrepreneurial spirit, always have had. And what saved me in corporate was uh, they allowed me to be that intrapreneurial employee. So I was doing so many different things and involved in so many different initiatives that seemed unrelated. People would say, what kind of job is that? But uh, I really did get a firsthand look and very deep look into all the aspects of running a business and, and also from the employee side. So it, it really was a a very wonderful experience and a blessing to have those years behind me. That's terrific. Now you, you mentioned that you did a lot of planning (laughs) <laughs> I did. Yeah, talk about that because that you could provide some pointers to folks that are in corporate and want to get out on their own and start their own business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I, I think some people just jump right in and bless their heart. Um, and, and you learn as you go. And we all learn as we go. I really did. Um, I came from kind of an entrepreneurial family. So, you know, I would talk with my my brothers or my dad or, you know, to see um, what they thought. And I'd bounce ideas off of other business owners that I knew. And I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, of course, I just wasn't real sure at first how to do it. But um, I think when you have the the will, and the, there's always the way. So um, on my journey, I have always had a lot of coaching, and I think that's really important. Um, I, and some of it is, you know, reading books or taking classes. I've been doing this my entire career. And since I started on my own, which was about seven or eight years ago, I, um, I, I've done a lot of that. I've just, I've studied incredibly and I've had a lot of coaches and still do. I have two right now. And that alone is great advice to people because a lot of folks, they kind of shortchange themselves when it comes to investing in themselves as the business owner instead of just the business. Right. 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 Well, it's important. I, I think that growth uh, because if you don't do that, you it, it's difficult to grow. And I think the other thing that I have have done, which and, and I continue to do, which has been very helpful, is to really surround myself with other people who are incredible at what they do, um, other business owners who are advancing. Uh, so it's it's kind of choosing the right peer group as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, now, uh, why copywriting? I mean, why did you why get? Yeah, why did you get into that business? Well, uh, when I started, I really, honestly, wasn't sure. I I had several, you know, probably three different things that I was thinking. Okay, would probably be one of these three. But what I learned when I was talking with business owners was what they really needed and wanted was writing, the copywriting, because they loved their business and and whatever service they were providing. But for a lot of them, they would tell me, I don't like to write. I don't want to write. I don't know where to start. I don't have time. And so I love to write. And honestly, it gave me the flexibility and the freedom that I really wanted right now in my life anyway. So it was where I felt like I could make the biggest impact. Well, and what I heard there is you actually went out and talked to prospective customers. I mean, there's so many, right? I mean, there's so many businesses that start without taking that a, a crucial step there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to find, I believe you need to find what people really need and want. I, I just saw a very real need there uh, because it's hard for people to move forward if they aren't doing the marketing. And some of them would just think, you know, I, I don't like marketing. I don't like some of them. Even I don't like sales. I, so you can't really do your best if people don't know who you are or what you do. So it's all about the marketing. And, and it's really I love marketing. It's a wonderful thing. You just have to let people know how you can help. Folks, we're here chatting with Gloria Russell and Gloria is the founder of Russell Resources. Um, so Gloria, let's talk about the types of businesses that you serve. You've got a niche. Let's talk about that niche. I do. Thank you. I serve service-based businesses. And I suppose it's because that's what I have. Uh, it's, it's what I do best and where I can make the biggest impact. Uh, 
So if there's a company that's selling uh, sunglasses or sweatpants or widgets, I, I'm not writing for them. I refer that business out to someone who specializes in writing for product-based businesses. But uh, the service space, a lot of my clients are from professional services. So that might be um, accounting or bookkeeping, or it might be coaching and consulting, whatever it is. Love those people. They have so much to offer. It might be people in the trades. I find, oh, I just, I have so much respect for these people. They are masters at their craft and they do, they just do amazing work. But the last thing most of them want to do is write. So um, I love being able to help them in that way. And another area where I, I really love to help is business owners who have English as a second language. Mm. Um, you know, they if they could write in their first language, I'm sure it would be brilliant. But if their audience uh, is made up of English speakers, they're at a disadvantage and there's a handicap there. So I love being able to level that playing field by giving them some really good content. Yeah, that's terrific. Now, so what kind of, uh, I guess, forms do these that does your writing take when you work with a B2B services professional? Um, you mentioned website, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, other, other forms that your writing takes. Well, the website is, is huge because most people, especially now, I mean, it, so much is digital and they really want to have that presence. So I'll write all the pages for the website, but it also includes the bios, uh, for the business owner, for their employees. It includes blogs keep the information fresh and keep the information out there. Let people know that they're the experts at whatever it is that they're doing. Um, it includes case studies so people can see the results of some of their work. Um, and then LinkedIn posts. LinkedIn is huge with businesses. And so uh, we're finding a lot of success with LinkedIn posts. Got it. And so if I'm a B2B services professional, mm-hmm. I know I've got a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what, you know, I, I certainly don't want to write. So <laughs> how, how does it, how does it roll with you? I mean, what, what when do you typically get contacted uh, by that professional and, and how does that conversation unfold? Well, typically they come maybe not with a specific question, but they're just saying that they either the website's not working or their marketing, they don't know really what they should be doing with their marketing, um, or that they just know that their messaging isn't quite right. And so we have a conversation about who they are, what they do, and what are their goals for the future? Because I think that's where we always want to look is toward the future. Mm. If I if I know what it is that you really want for your business, then we will know what direction to take. So I'm, I want to dial it back just a just a minute to what you said there about, um, well, let's take a website for example. I mean, what what are the common problems that you see with website copy? Well, each is a, an individual case, but I do see some common themes, and some businesses are not really clear on what their services are or who their ideal clients are. And maybe that might be because they're just starting and we pretty much try to 
you know, work for everybody Mm -hmm. or maybe they've changed their focus. And especially during the pandemic, a lot of people did change their focus a little bit. So um, you need to change your messaging as well. So we get really clear on that. So we go through some exercises to uh, really define which services do you really want to offer and who are they for? Who, who do you want to really help and make a difference in their, in their business? So once we get that clear, then we can really work on the messaging. And when I look at their websites, the problems that I typically see, um, the first one, which is huge, usually they're talking mainly about their business and what they do and how they do it and what they offer and how they're better than their competitor. But they're not talking so much about their clients or their future clients and how they would help them. And really, what people want to know is, but how can you help me? You know, what's it going to mean for me? So we need to sort of reverse that conversation and make sure that the website content speaks directly to the client and how we can help them. Those details can come later. And I think that's the other thing. A lot of times the websites just have too much detail uh, or they're too te- too technical or a lot of technical jargon. So people... I think their eyes just kind of glaze over and, and you know, they, they get impatient and, and lose interest pretty quickly. And that is one thing on the website. We need to gain their interest and do it quickly. And that's the other thing people say. They just don't know how to capture their client's attention. And I think a lot of times it's because they haven't really done the work to find out who those clients are and what are their problems, what, you know, and how are you going to solve them? So once we uh, talk about all of that, it it makes it much easier and then it flows. Yeah. And, and I think you said something that's so important is just point of view, really, right? I mean, you really need to talk from a point of view of the customer, not of you. And the customer wants solutions. They don't really necessarily know how to get those solutions or they even care how they happen. They just know they want their books done right or taxes done right or whatever, whatever, but they don't necessarily care how that happens. Right. Well, it's very true. And that's why it's not really about all of those details. You'll have some people who eventually want to know all the details or some who might even want to know all the technical information, but that comes later. Mm -hmm. So they, they want the overview of, you know, do you understand their problem and how can you help? So we are, is that the biggest struggle that you see for companies in, in terms of their marketing? Is it point of view? Is that the biggest struggle? I think it is. You really need to, you need to know your, the clients that you want to serve. You need to know them very well. You need to understand where they're at, what's bothering them. Um, you know, what keeps them awake at night? What are they really worried about? What are they feeling bad about because they can't they just can't seem to move forward and when you know that and you know that you can solve the problem then it's easier to talk about it so how do you i guess sound check that gloria i mean do you do you work with i I mean you obviously go in and talk to the business the business owners uh about what how they see that but do you go talk to their actual customers I do at times. Uh, that was another benefit of my time in corporate. 
I did some voice of customer studies uh, that were very extensive. And uh, I was taught by a pro. We we hired a, a consultant to come in and help us with that. And I worked with him. And then I was able to do some of those on my own and, and even did some voice of employee studies. So I think it's a matter of just knowing the questions to ask. And after a while, I mean, you you can be pretty intuitive about understanding what uh, what's tripping people up and what their their struggles are. And then it's makes it a lot easier to be able to help them. Yeah, for sure. Now, I'm I'm curious about maybe what you've seen with with clients that you've worked with. <clears throat> What happens to their business when they get this point of view changed? What are some, <laughs> what are some of the results that you've seen? Oh, yeah, everything changes. <laughs> and their smiles get so much bigger. That's what I love. <laughs> and I love when I have those phone calls that say, guess what happened? And I know it's, it's going to be awesome. And I, and I love hearing those success stories from them. Uh, <clears throat> I'll give you an example of... Uh, one client I had, he's, he was the local service provider and he had a good business, but he wanted to grow it. And he, he, he really didn't know what his goal was in the end, what type of business and what size of business he wanted, but he didn't know how to grow it. And he really hadn't been doing any marketing. He said he just didn't know how to start or what to do. And he didn't have a decent website. So what we did for him, uh, and I think you have to also be a little careful that you don't overwhelm them. Uh, so I like to take things step by step. So we started, we partnered with a web designer, web developer to create a really wonderful website for him that looked very professional and awesome. I wrote the content and I write content for SEO. So that's search engine optimization. That's a a whole separate conversation, but basically what it means is we're keeping Google happy because we want to be uh, favored by Google. So um, I wrote that content. We had the website and that gave him so much more confidence because now he had something professional he could point to and say, Oh, look at my website. Mm. And of course people would also, his clients would refer other people to the website. The next thing we did was we created an account for him on Nextdoor, which is a local, um, sort of a local networking and uh, site where they can uh, see responses from clients as well. So we created that and we had testimonials uh, from his clients. They were very happy to provide the testimonials because they loved the work that he did. So by now, he was really seeing a difference. And the SEO work from the who it happened to be um, by the web developer <clears throat> was kicking in. And he was seeing, uh, well, his business had doubled. And so we continued to work on that. And then we also did a postcard campaign, which um, mostly, especially since the pandemic, it's been digital work that we do. But um, print, the postcard campaigns still work. People actually will look at the postcard. So they don't have to open it up, just take take a good look. And he received business that way too. So as we got the ball rolling, um, the marketing that we did really made a huge difference in his business. And now it's more than tripled. And he's about to the size where he wanted to be. So just 
it, it just makes me feel so good to know that we, we accomplished what we wanted to and, and it's still moving. Wow. That's a great story. Um, and again, just to underline here, folks, I mean, what you're talking about is the magic bullet, if you will, or, or, uh, is it, what is, was, is not a new website per se, or, you know, a new, um, social media platform. It's the messaging. That's right. Right. <clears throat> That's right. Well, and I think too, when you, uh, when you look at different businesses, uh, you, you need different and maybe a different platform. So for a lot of the businesses that I work with, LinkedIn really is where you need to be uh, for some Facebook is great for some Instagram. I mean, you need to find uh, where you're best suited. Doesn't mean you have to subscribe to everything or you'd be totally overwhelmed. And I think that's what we, I really try to avoid with my clients. I don't want them to feel overwhelmed. I want them to feel really good about what we're doing and just take it step by step. So talk about the, I mean, obviously they're, they're, your clients are happy to get the increased business, but talk about the insights that they receive because they work with you. Mm-hmm. Well, for instance, uh, I think it's all about the learning. We, we all learn as we go. And so I have one client who's tremendously successful, uh, and he had been doing some LinkedIn posts, speaking of LinkedIn, uh, but he hadn't done any for a few years. It just wasn't his favorite thing. Uh, so good at all the other things he does in business, and he really didn't want to be writing LinkedIn posts. So he had me write some LinkedIn posts for him, and it was amazing when we saw the results. He said, oh, my gosh, you know, people are coming out of the woodwork calling me because they saw these posts or, the, or commenting and now he's got conversations going back and forth um, even with some people that you know might have he might have neglected a little bit um, not meaning to but just you get so busy that how do you contact everyone and he said well we really hit a home run with those LinkedIn posts and I think he realized how valuable they can be but somebody has to do, he still doesn't want to do them himself mm-hmm. but he can see the value uh, another client I had was also very successful, but he was a little worried about his marketing messages. He said he just didn't feel like they were really showing the true value of, of what he brings to the table. And so we worked on his uh, marketing again, that whole thing about what what service are you really providing? What solutions are you providing and who are your ideal clients and one, once we went through that whole exercise, we had wonderful messaging uh, on the website, on blogs. We did some case studies. <clears throat> Again, we did LinkedIn posts. And he has seen tremendous success from that. And, <clears throat> excuse me, the side effect was <clears throat> that he feels much more confident in his verbal messaging. Now, when he's speaking to people, he really knows, no matter who they are, the right thing to say at the right time. Wow. Terrific work folks from Gloria Russell. She's the founder of Russell resources. Uh, so Gloria, I mean, this is, uh, this is great work and, and I'm just, um, I guess what I'm wondering is what, how, how you look at talking a client through this, because 
I think maybe the marketing world has got folks convinced that if they just try a new social media platform or redo their website, that that's really the by Google ads or whatever, that the, the, the advice is much more tactical. And what you're saying is, no, it's, it's about what you tell clients about solutions to their problems that they're looking for. That's an entirely different construct. I think so. You're right. You're right. And I think with anything else, there's no magic bullet. You have to put in the work, but you need to, I'm all about strategy. So you need to strategize, uh, you know, where is it you want to go? You need to know that first. And then how are we going to get there? And again, I just try to simplify it. Let's take it step by step. So, um, you know, you can buy you can buy Google ads, you can buy Facebook ads, you can you can do all this, uh, but I wouldn't recommend it until you are at a certain point, and then it might make sense for you. Uh, it I I feel like I see much better results for people when they take it step by step and grow their marketing and their business organically. It uh, it's amazing what happens. Now you're based in the Twin Cities area, but but do you work with clients all over? I do. Okay. I have a national business and and I do national networking as well. Now let's get to that because you're a leader. You lead a networking group, right? Well, I I do. Um, when I started my business, I joined B and I, and I had no idea what that was. It's Business Network International. It's a a very um, established business uh, and it, they have people all over the, the world involved in their organization. So I've been um, very active in BNI all of this time. And now, you know, of course, during the pandemic, all the BNI chapters went to online zoom meetings. And for me, that was great. I actually moved during the pandemic. Mm. So that I could be closer. My mother's elderly, and I, I thought, you know what, I can take my business anywhere. So I am going to move. So I moved um, out of the Twin Cities area where I had been for a long time, and it was fine for my business. But um, now B and I chapters are going back to in person, and uh, a few of them have chosen to stay online. So right now I'm just starting a new chapter for people in the Minnesota, Western Wisconsin region. And it will be strictly online and it will be for businesses like mine that have a national presence that they want to grow. And what we do is just support each other with introductions or resources or that sort of thing. Absolutely love it. I think it's really good for businesses um, as, as a way to expand your network meet some wonderful people who are like-minded and, and grow your business. And I'll tell you, John, I, during the pandemic, I joined another group. It's called happy neighborhood project. Mm -hmm. I told them they had me at happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's all you needed to hear. Right. I know. I love it. I love it. Uh, So we affectionately call it HNP and there they started in California. And um, so when the pandemic started, they had one weekly event networking 
And now they have over seven, they have 76 weekly events and their goal is to grow it to a hundred. But anyway, I've been um, very involved there and started a B2B networking event, which is weekly. And that grew. Now there's a B2B Canada. Uh, so I'm looking forward to even more growth there, but it, it is wonderful. And I love that net, networking because again, you can meet other advancing entrepreneurs or business leaders that, um, you know, we all help each other out. Okay. So yeah, you had me at happy too. So, <laughs> so Isn't that true? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I love that. Uh, cause yeah. some of these groups, sometimes they're not real happy, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, talk about how folks can find your group. My networking group. Yeah. Happy ha- HNP happy HNP. networking project. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can go to happy neighborhood Okay. And um, I am involved in several different events, but the B2B only shows up on the website. You can look for events and then networking because they also have a lot of master classes and other things that they offer. Uh, but B2B only, or you'll see B2B Canada and you can register. And even if you want to send a little happiness my way, you can say that Gloria Russell introduced you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, terrific. Terrific. Um, so Gloria, I would love it if you wouldn't mind sharing maybe a success story, someone that you've worked with and you don't have to mention them by name, of course, but somebody, uh, who's had some results that have, uh, speaking of been, they've been made happy, uh, their results, uh, that you've helped them achieve, uh, have, have been pretty pleasing to them. Well, I think the three that I had mentioned before, definitely uh, the one whose business had tripled. He is very happy and uh, telling his uh, other other business owners that he knows. Uh, And I you know, the people that I have helped with their their websites, I mean, they have just been able to really reach a much bigger audience and. A lot of them too have have doubled their business, and I think it's all about that change in mindset and uh, their their change in their perspective on marketing. Because marketing really is, I think it's just um, for some people who don't totally understand it, it seems like not such a fun thing to do. But honestly, once you realize what it is. You're meant to serve people, and this helps people to know what you do and how you can help them. So I think that the success stories for me are always those people whose business just starts to blossom because they finally understand that they just need to get the proper message out. Yeah, for sure. Well, Glory, this has been great, and I can't imagine that someone – hearing this uh, doesn't want to be in touch. So let's answer the question they're going to have, which is how they can get in touch with you. Oh, well, that's pretty easy too, because my website can be found at writer.mn, MN like in Minnesota, Mm -hmm. writer.mn. And there, um, you know, you can read a little bit about me, but there's a scheduler. So you could schedule a phone chat or a Zoom chat with me. 
The phone number is also there. You can give me a call. Um, so it make it we make it pretty easy. That's terrific. Uh, Gloria Russell, folks. She's she's with Russell Resources. Gloria, this has been great. Uh, thanks so Thank much you for so much, John. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thank you. You did make it fun. Yeah, thanks so <laughs> much. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder that if you want to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app, it's real easy. Just go to whatever that app is, and that could be Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher iHeartRadio, any of them, uh, and look for Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. When you find the show, subscribe, but here's my bold request. Give us a five-star review. It's not about me. It's not about Business Radio X. It's about our great guests, guests like Gloria, who do great work, and we want them to be highlighted and ultimately to be found by folks that uh, may want to use their services. So if you could do that for them, uh, we'd gr- we would greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Gloria Russell, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio.